0: Welcome to the Boss Life with Bonds podcast. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie, and I'm here to help you level up your mindset, your lifestyle, your career or business all the way up. That starts with your mind and your willingness to embody the most evolved and most expansive version of yourself. Each episode, I'll be diving into the topics you've been avoiding or that you didn't even know needed to be addressed. The topics that have created belief systems that have kept you stuck and that no longer serve you. I'm here to call you out on your BS so you can create a new mindset, a new vision, and ultimately a new life where you are the boss. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all? Coming live to you from my car. This is a quick bond load, and I'm hopping on here this morning to talk to you guys about persevering for your purpose. And if you're one of the people that listens to this show and you're like, Bonnie, I don't don't know my purpose yet. I'm going to hopefully dig in in a short amount of time for you. I need to stop saying that. It's never short. So I have been in a season of embracing more of my femininity than I ever have. I've been in a season of trying to go deeper and unlock new levels of spiritual awareness, mental awareness, because what got me here won't get me there, right? Right? And so the things that I used to do as a part of my morning routine, it's not that they no longer work. It's just that at this level of comprehension, my brain is no longer challenged. My brain is no longer having a desire to go to the next level because that level's already been accomplished, right? It's kind of like if you never changed your workouts workouts up like most people don't and so your your body has no more stimulus to grow or change because this is normal this is just what we do we go in we lift 20 pounds here and 30 pounds there and and we squat 10 times we do five jumping jacks and we sweat a little heart rates up so yeah we did a workout but there's no change in your body because there was nothing that demanded change there was nothing that demanded growth and that's why we have to be constantly growing. We get happiness or fulfillment. Uh, we get in alignment with our purpose. We we realize who we truly are and, we're, and are able to become when we continuously challenge ourselves. And most of us don't challenge ourselves. And so I've realized, you know what, I think it's time for me to kind of switch back into to beast mode, savage Siobhan, or uh, beast mode Bonds, whichever version of me wants to awaken and kind of come at y'all with some of that raw masculine energy again, because I've been so much in a, like a pensive state and going deep within, and what do I need to get to the next level? What, what sort of new levels of spiritual awareness do I need to unlock? What, what can I, how can I go deeper every morning in my morning routine besides just, you know, doing, you know, listening to motivational speeches, meditating, uh, visualization, like that's all good and great, but like, I need, my, it's, it's, time to go deeper and that that's what I've been spending my time doing but as far as the show goes and content goes I'm going to I'm going to get back to getting a little more in your face because I feel like some people especially my ladies um we we need that soft gentle love you know to feel safe you need to know that I'm coming at you from a place of love and care and genuine concern for your well-being before I just say hey get the fuck up and stop like bullshitting if if I came off like that you'd be like what what So I, as I mentioned, have been in a season of healing. And um, when I say healing, I don't mean that I am getting to a state where I will no longer need help or that I will no longer feel pain when I talk about certain things. I, I think healing is a continuous process. Um, and the ultimate healing is death, honestly, because that's when you, I don't know what your beliefs are, and honestly, I don't know what mine are anymore. I know I don't believe in the the heaven and the earth model that I was raised with. That just seems that I'm so sorry that, what? Don't get me started, guys, <laughs> but when it comes to healing, it's a continuous process that ends when, you know, this this stage, this chapter of your existence ends, but it's continual, and I just, I never, the concept of healing was not something that was in my scope of understanding. My scope of understanding was always suppress, suppress, and go, suppress, suppress, and go, not deal with this and heal with it. And that's what I mean by healing. I mean, just dealing. There was none of that, that, you know, let's lean into this, let's see how this made you feel and how this has affected you or how it could possibly affect you and how you can reframe this and how can you transmit this energy? Never any of that. It was always just like, keep going, Bonnie, keep going, Bonnie, keep going, just keep going, don't stop, keep going, wipe your tears. Oh my God, that sucks so much. Okay, keep going, Bonnie, keep going, wipe your tears. Oh, that sucks so much, just keep going, just keep going. And I've always, I never really noticed that. I never noticed that, but that's how I functioned my entire life. And taking time to slow down and and be in that feminine state of reflectiveness and going in, I realized that I got it from my mother, who, strangely enough, doesn't think that she's as strong as I am or as bold. I don't know. But I got it from her. You see, when I was in second grade, was that second? It was third grade when she was able to, you know, work again. I was in elementary school, we're going to say sometime between first and second grade. And my mother got really sick. She had an allergic reaction to some pills, some kind of medication for acne. And it wasn't just like a, you know, it started off, I, I don't know all the details, and it's not something that we necessarily talk about in my family very much. But I do know that my mother went from being a normal beautiful 20-something-year-old mom, and I just thought she was just so beautiful, and my mom, you know, she's your mom, to her being in bed, and when she'd get out of bed, there'd be layers of skin flakes in the bed, and we're like, hmm, that's odd, to her taking a bath and the tub being filled with all of her skin, like, hmm, that's odd, whatever it was that was for her acne, her skin was not having it, and instead of, like, breaking out in hives or itching, it just started, a, like, a global response to remove itself from her body, and it continued and it continued. And from what I remember, my mom got bounced around to, you know, every hospital down here in the area we live in, Orlando Winter Park, Central Florida. So finally, they had her at Shands Hospital in Gainesville, which I believe is the hospital for University of Florida. And my mother wasn't is in medical books, pictures of her body and what it was doing. So they didn't really, they'd never seen anything like it my mother lost so much skin that you could literally see the muscle spasms happening you know how you can feel a muscle spasm and if you catch it in time you can look at your 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 skin vibrating underneath the the, the you know you can see the the muscle spasming underneath the skin you can catch it well you could see it clear as day with my mom by the time she got to shans because there was like no layers of skin and it was so bad that I don't know if this is one of those things I remember as a child faintly or if this is something someone explained to me and I created the imagery in my head, but I remember seeing a version of my mom that, did, that looked unrecognizable. Not just because the skin was gone, because at this point they had her in like a blue suit with mittens on, like you would a child, like a blue plastic suit so that she could not scratch her body and cause it harm anymore because there was no skin to protect what she was trying to itch. And I just remember this image of a woman who looked incoherent. She was in so much pain, every single inch of her body was itching and driving her crazy and she couldn't scratch it all at once um and, you know like like one you can't physically scratch every area at once and two they had the mittens on her hand so that she couldn't and three it was just driving her insane anyone that has chronic pain you can relate to having so much pain on you all the time but all around and she couldn't do anything about it and i just remember seeing this woman looking like from left to right and just darting around and just like when will it stop god And the doctors told my grandmother, bring her children up here to say goodbye. I don't think I knew that I was going to say goodbye to my mom at the time. I just thought I was finally getting to see my mom who'd been in the hospital while I lived with her friends. Because my grandmother was with my mom day and night at the hospital. So there's a happy ending. We did not go up there to say goodbye to my mom. My grandmother, I've talked about her lots of times, brilliant nurse, brilliant woman, said absolutely not. My grandmother's intelligent. My grandmother's a woman of prayer. My grandmother also grew up on a farm and knows how everything on this earth, there's something on this earth to cure just about everything. I believe that wholeheartedly. Whatever my grandmother did, I remember she said she would go up to random strangers in public. Do you pray? Do you pray? Pray for my daughter. Are you Catholic? Do you do the rosary? Come, come. We have the Virgin Mary at our house this week. We have it. And I don't know what you call that statue, but we would, you know, it would go through the parish. My grandmother was relentless in her pursuit of restoring her daughter back to health. My grandmother prayed. My grandmother did all of the herbal remedies. My grandmother is a freaking savage. And this woman that they said would die, this woman who lost all of the, the skin layers in her body, who lost all of the muscle because she hadn't been moving in months. My mom couldn't even walk when she came home. She was in a wheelchair in her late 20s, maybe early 30s. Let's go with late 20s. <laughs> Mid to late 20s. My mom couldn't walk when she came home. She had lost so much strength, she couldn't even pick up a metal fork. We'd have dinner with my mom looking shriveled up and like a a a you know like a a quarter of the woman that she used to be at the table barely able to pick up a plastic fork to feed herself but from that plastic fork eventually she was able to start using metal forks again and from that wheelchair my mother eventually regained her strength and was able to walk with a walker at 30 you know late 20s and from that walker, my mom eventually was able to walk with just a cane. And she stayed with the cane for several years, maybe decade, a decade. And now it is, to, this all happened in the early 90s, mid-90s. And now at 2022, my mother does not walk with a cane. My mother walks. <laughs> We, we took her to the beach the other day. It's still very hard for her. There's still a lot of lack of muscle because she did get to a point where she's like, okay, this is good. You know me. I'm like, mom, I believe you'll run again. You just need to believe that. And it's also extremely painful for her and I'll never understand, but my mom is always in some sort of pain and I will, I will never understand it. And she may not view herself as strong as I am. <laughs> I, I I'm not any stronger than any of you. I'm just stubborn and I refuse to give up. I just, I spend a lot of time reflecting and thinking of how other women, other people did great things. Why can't I? Why not me? It's not that I'm any stronger than anybody. I just have this crazy audacity and belief that that I can. And even though my mother may think that she didn't have very much to do with it, I attribute it to her. She doesn't know this, but I, that child, like children learn from processing information, not the things that you can say, you say, you can tell your kids smoking cigarettes and drinking beer is bad, but if they grew up watching you do that, they will, they might gravitate towards that. Most don't, most are like, ew, I hate it because my parents did that, but. People learn from what you do, not what you say. And I learned from my mother to not give up. The doctor said that my mom was going to die. She didn't die. The doctor said that she wouldn't be able to do this again. And and she did this and she she did that. And she did all of these things. My mother, she may forget it at times, but she's a force to be reckoned with. As a speaker, I, I know she doesn't doubt. My mom's a phenomenal speaker, a phenomenal reverend woman of God so much wisdom, so much eloquence, so much ability to make complicated matters simple, especially um, when it comes to biblical and spiritual concepts. And I I attribute that to her. But most of all, I attribute her, her, her perseverance, her tenacity, to not give up just because it looked impossible. And I think that my heart breaks the most for women because I watch them give up on things that are so possible, on things that are so likely, on things that are so very much attainable. Whatever it is that you're going through right now, I don't care what it is. Whatever it is that you're going through, is it death? Did a doctor tell you that you wouldn't be able to 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 live and did the, the doctors tell you come get your kids? I have a friend that's on her way to prison right now and you know what she says? I hope this is it. This is going to be the game changer. She's not crying. She's not whining. She's not like oh my gosh my life is coming to end. She's facing it head on and she knows that when she comes out on the other side she's gonna be a better woman. What are you facing right now? What obstacle? What insurmountable or unsurmountable obstacle? Are you facing that you told yourself, like, this is impossible, I don't have it in me to do this? Guys, before my mom overcame all of that, she was not known for being the bravest uh, woman, you know, or the, the mentally toughest woman. So please get that bullshit out of your head that you're just not cut out to be tough or not cut out to be strong. That is the very thing that is keeping you from everything that you want. We put so many blinders and so many blockers and so many excuses, reasons to stay where we are. If my mom didn't fight for her life, who knows what my life would look like? My children would not exist because my mother wouldn't have been there to move me to the neighborhood where that incident happened. Or to the next neighborhood where I've met my abusive baby father, all the the seemingly Worst parts of my life became the best parts of my life. And I'm going to tell you right now that you may feel like you're in the worst part of your life. Some of you won't. Some of you are just like, yeah, I'm just not in a great season. But some of you feel like you're in the worst part of your life right now. And the only reason why you will not make it out victorious is because you have decided that you won't. Because you've decided that you don't have what it takes to have what you want. Because you decided that you are unqualified. Your qualification is the desire for more. Your qualification does not need to be that you are the strongest, mentally toughest, richest, most resourceful, have money in your bank to invest in yourself, have the strength to fight for yourself. That's not the qualification. The qualification is merely the desire for more. As I mentioned to you, my mother was not known for being the toughest lady or any of these things. She simply had a desire to not give up. And I know that she wanted to. I know that there were so many times during that painful period that my mother was like, mom, why did you rescue me? Why didn't you just let me die? And on the darkest days, I will admit this past week on my darkest days, I asked God on some of those days when young Bonnie was hopping in and out of cars at 12 and 13 years old, why didn't you let me get kidnapped? Why didn't you let me just get like, just left on the side of the road dead because I don't want to keep fighting anymore? Yep, I have thoughts like that still, but I don't let them win. And I know that my mom wanted to stop fighting. She had children to live for. It didn't matter. She was in a constant state of pain. And I know that she wanted to give up, but she did not. So whoever's listening to this, I want to ask you, what is, what is your, your obstacle that you feel that you absolutely just cannot face, but you want to? It may not be a strong want. It may not feel like enough to propel you over the mountaintop, but it's a want. And the only thing that's keeping it from becoming real is, is upgrading that want to a burning desire. Because once your wants for more turn into a burning desire for more, that, my friends, my loves, that is that is the essence of being abundantly aligned. That is how you start to align yourself with all of the things that you actually desire. Your desire for more does not require you to be the best version of you right now, it, it it requires a desire to become that version of you. It requires a desire, that's all. Because where there is a, they say where there's a will, there's a way where there's a desire, there's a fire. And that fire lit within you can produce results that you never thought were possible. But some of you never give your chance, give yourself a chance to spark that fire. And that's why I will continue to get on here and yell at you. That's why I will continue to get on here and pray with you and empathize and sympathize with you. That's why I'll continue to create courses like the one tomorrow, $22, 22 mother trucking dollars for three nights of training, guys. That's why I continue to create the courses, the Boss Life Blueprint that's launching at the end of this month and reopening again so I can teach women how to cultivate this desire and this fire within them to get up and become everything to get up and create everything that they are worthy of and to stop sitting in their excuses and their pain and to put that pain to use, put that pain to work for you. No, you're not ever going to be healed of all the horrible things that people have done to you. But you know what you can do? You can actually transmit that energy as as something that's going to propel you forward instead of keeping you stuck in your pity party or keeping you stuck in your story of why you don't get to have the life that you deserve or the love of your life or why you don't get to have the body that you want or why you don't get to have the job or the income and the things that you want. You can stay in that state of why don't I have it or stay in the state of why not me? Why not me? That's it guys. I hope that this as always sparked a fire under someone's ass. I hope that this made you realize like, yo, I'm really playing small. I'm really I'm I'm acting up. What am I doing? Whatever it was, I hope that it served you. I love you and I believe in you, now girl go get your life. If you're listening to this, it's coming out the Sunday before the masterclass starts. If you haven't registered yet, I want you to really ask yourself why not. Do I not have a desire for more? Do I not have a desire for, for wisdom and, and, and the tools that I need to get me from where I'm at right now? Or do I not think I deserve it? Is it a lack of desire or does it feel like a lack of deserving? Whatever it is, I want you to deal with that and handle it. And if you decide and realize that, you know what, I do need something like this. Or if you're someone that has always used the excuses, I don't have the money for this. If next week at all, you plan on eating out for lunch or for breakfast and it equals anything more than $22, you have the money for this. I'm sure you can make a sandwich at home or take some water to work and drink that or some coffee from home instead. This isn't about me trying to talk you into spending money. This is about me trying to get you to like open your fucking eyes and realize that you are the reason why you're not where you want to be. And you are also the reason why you can be where you want to be. There is unlimited potential within you. The human spirit is capable of far more than you'll ever understand. And many, most people will never get a chance to cultivate that because they don't have someone speaking life into them, showing them the way, guiding them, opening their minds and expanding their horizons. And that is all that I want to do as your coach, your mentor, your spiritual mentor, your, your mindset mentor, whatever you want to call me. So I'm going to leave the information in the show notes for you to go ahead and register. And if you're saying, Bonnie, I actually would like to work with you on a one-on-one level because I feel like I need to go deeper, shoot me a DM. I'll probably go ahead and leave the link for one-on-one coaching in the bio as well. But ladies, like there's no better time than the present to wake up and rewrite life. All right. I promise. I'll-